0: How are we, gents? How was the weekend, Tank? You're looking well, mate. All good,
1: mate. All good.
0: A little bit of a bronzy on you there, mate. You're catching some rays over the weekend.
1: <laughs> no, do you know what they, is that, mate? I think that's blood pressure because I've been doing the peloton bike for the past three weeks, and I have done one this morning and, and uh, quite close to an explosion. What oh, your missus' name's <laughs> was <with> Sharon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jim, how are you, mate? You okay?
1: I'm good, mate.
2: Really good.
0: You may you may have seen, lads. Uh, I have to tell you the. Uh, I'll probably tell you again, but for the sake of the podcast, I put up on Instagram. Um, I took my uh, took my daughter to a birthday party on Saturday. Uh, she was all excited, put all in all her nice gear. She had the card and she bought a nice, uh, some sweets and lollipops and whatever, all excited. How long is it till we go to the party, Dad? One hour. How long now? 20 minutes. Okay, brilliant. So we get there and I don't know why, but like there wasn't cars arriving at this house. It was very quiet. So I was like, hold on. Let me check the invite there. I took it on the wrong day. It was so, so <laughs> the, par- the party was on the Sunday, so I had to break the news to, to my daughter oh, that, that was... we we're going to go back. It was not not father of the year. Lads, did you cry? Uh, close to it, I had to do it like think of a spin. He quickly. Did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lads, have you ever done anything like that where uh, you know you've you've picked completely the wrong day, made a complete balls up? Thank you, all nodding.
1: Yeah, not the wrong day, mate. I was the wrong year. <laughs> um, I like I like that. You know, Lee Evans, the comedian, so we got tickets for Lee Evans, uh, arranged, the, the, like, my mum come up to lock after the kids, put the kids to bed, goes into Liverpool City Centre, books a nice meal, walks over, and then um, I'm like, Fuck, quiet here, saying to Sharon, what's going on here? Having a popper there? saying, you've got Fair the time thought. wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you've got the time wrong, you idiot. I said, look, it's empty, everyone's inside, so we're literally, like, Power walking because we're late. I'm like, they shut all the doors. So we go around to the window and I said to the woman, We come to see the Evans. And the woman's looking <laughs> at me like, Have you? Proper, like, typical scouts woman. And I knew she was like, She was mocking me as well. Which made, me, yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. Have you? Yeah. And she, and she went, <laughs> Have you come to see him tonight? I was like, Yeah. I said, we put All the doors are lots to be late. And she went, Oh, no, no, love, you're not late. You're not late. Let's have a look at your ticket. She said, In fact, you're that early. It's unbel- It's untrue. She said to me, and I was like, What do you mean? It was like, I was a full year early to the date. <laughs> like, who, got the, bl- who the got the blame for that one? Then in the end, never, sp- never spoke to me on the way up, yeah. to yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> quiet in the car. Tangling. It, like, it was like a little bit of shame and disappointment. To the fact, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They're the big, worst like, ones.
0: Yes. It's the worst ones where like you're fuming, but it's your fault, so you can't yeah, say no, anything. I so you just can't. sit there. And... <laughs> just sit what, about, humble. what about you, Jim?
2: No, nothing of that ilk. Well, the The missus has done it on a uh, very similar, took to a party on the, oh, I think it was either the week before or maybe the day before, I can't particularly remember, but it was at a play barn anyway, so at least it didn't go to a house, so I think they just went in the play barn and someone else was there luckily, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they we, we've done that before, but I mean, I don't get involved in the parties, I'm, I'm all sports, so wife takes heed of the parties now well nine times out of ten i went to a swimming party on saturday but it was for uh uh our nephew so not too bad
0: yeah i always find those things awkward because like my mrs cut was away at the weekend so i had to go and then when even when i went to the party on the right day you know and they're like oh come on in and yeah i'm, chatting. I'm stood there there's not another male in sight i'm literally surrounded by loads of like you know women and whatever and it's like. I don't know what to talk about here. Oh, place looks lovely. Yeah. And then my daughter didn't bring her shoes out first time. So then she had to go and find the trainers. So there was another five minutes of awkward small talk. I was like, oh, mate, get me out of this. Uh tank, you're doing that uh, talking of small talk, you're doing a talk with uh, with the Burnley under sixteens later. What's that all about, mate?
1: Yeah, just Steve asked me to go in, obviously, with my background of playing and uh, the you know like the pressures and that of the young kids. Um because I, I, I realized that Mo, to be honest, mate, with Jack, you know, like uh, the pressure of trying to get a scholar, and Jack had his issues, as we've spoken about before. Um, you know, when you're trying to get the scholar, and they've got the GCSEs, and it's it, it's really like difficult Um mm-hmm. Well, it is because they're training four times a week, but well, three times training, they've got a game on a Saturday, and um, they're up and down the motorway, and they're trying to revise, and it's just they just asked me to come in, and you know. Speak about my time as a player, my time as a coach, Jack's uh, journey from you know, Burnley paid money for Jack when he was an under 12. Um, and his journey obviously, he missed two years out when he had a little bit of a wobble, mm. uh, didn't kick a ball for two years. And I just think they wanted to try and bring that to the under 16th because, and speak about agents, which for me, um, We're talking about some some of the stuff what the FA and I bring in. I'm not going to touch back on last week's pod. We're talking about stopping the header and the the ball and all palaver. I think just easy I I know. (laughs) I just think that just as important stuff like this is the vultures who circle around eleven and twelve year old kids as agencies. They're not needed. They're not needed. They're only in it for one reason, and that's themselves. They're just ticking boxes to try and get as many young kids signed up as an agent and there's nothing what they can do whatsoever uh, for them kids. Them kids need to enjoy it, have fun, develop, live life, grow up. And then when the money comes big at a later stage, I've had agents ring a mate telling me about what they could do for Jack. And I'm like, mate, I, I played the top level. I know what Jack needs. I'm his dad. And they're like, but we'll be there for him. And I was like, (laughs) and and, and as you know his mum's on the phone all the time to him we're okay we're actually there for him and they're like they say I'm not going to name him but he was kind of like saying to me but you know he's going through difficult times with like his GCSEs and and his football and I'm like I know I don't need you to tell me that (laughs) I live with him and it's just it's it it's a petate amount of agents at at academy I, I think personally it should be banned. I think it should be banned. And if you need an agent at 16, 17, 18, not even sixteen for me. You know, when you're getting in around the first team when you're talking the contract and you need the, you know, different tweaks what you, you know, an agent can get. Um so I'm just going to speak to about that because there's a, there's agents at Burnley who are vultures who are around the kids at under 11s under twelves, got a few nice talents at Burnley and, you know, the phone in the club and saying I represent such and such in, the, in at this age group and you're like, what? When,
0: when, you, when you said before there uh, that Burnley paid a bit of money for Jack, would you say 12? Did they actually pay to sign him at that point? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. They paid, At 12? Uh, yeah, they paid a few quid for them from Tommy. yeah.
0: Fucking hell, mate. That's mad. Like, Jim, because like, it's funny, Jim, like, I hear, I'm, I'm actually not going to tell me the people that people have told me this, but things that you hear through the grapevine, shall I say, Um, you know, the, there's clubs now that could, in theory, say to parents, Hey, we'll employ you as a driver. And in theory, yeah. that driver is taking your son to yeah. and from training, and we'll give you 30 grand a year or 25 grand a year. There's there's smart ways for them to try and get around you know the loopholes and get yeah. the top talent through the door. It, that's absolute madness, isn't it? If that's the but the, but I suppose just be, be, before you bring you in, I suppose the second part of that is. You know, if they sweep up all this talent and even if they don't get into the first team and they sell them for three, five, ten million, you know, you name the price, surely that's a decent return on investment. It's a bit of a minefield.
2: It's by any means necessary, isn't it? And um, it's it's the issue that I see is that, you know, football at that age, it's very it's we're still a working class game, aren't we? And this is why agents are sniffing around these young kids and getting involved with the parents because nine times out of these, their, their parents will see this as a, as a way out for themselves as well as their kids. Yeah. And we're, I guess we're relatively lucky in the three here are fairly, you know, successful in their fields and, and we've got, we've got a, a steady head on our shoulders. So, you know, like Tank said, when they come sniffing around Jack, he, he already knows what's best for him. and, it's, and, and I'd like to think I'd be able to make the best decision for Archie if he ever gets to that stage. And I'm sure you will for Josh. And but from a Premier League club, you know, that thirty, forty, fifty grand a year is absolutely nothing. You know, it's what it's a week's wages for one of the lower end of their players to to have that, you know, future potential future star. But he, again, you know how many of them make it? What was that? Who was that kid? Is it Sunny? Sonny Someone who was that the Pepsi kid who could do all the kick ups and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he was insured for a million quid. Never played a game. Couldn't hack it. Freddie, you do. You know, there is so many that are in that um, ballpark of being the next big thing and never make it due to the pressure. And it's always the ones that probably you know are middle of the road but have the right head and the shoulders that, that fall through. I see it with, we've got a kid, at one of Archie's, I won't say who it is, but I can just see he's, he's not got the right attitude and he, in. but, you know, he thinks, he thinks the world's at his feet and I know, and I know he won't be because it was, that was me, it was me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, okay. tr- it's a tricky one for parents because if they're getting offered 40 grand and, you know, you're working in a, you know, Tesco's or whatever. Not that that's a bad job. I'm saying if someone doubles your wages, you're taking it, aren't you, for your kid to go and play footy? Yeah,
0: it's it's a strange one because particularly when you talk around the mental side of things and Tank, we've spoke about this at, at length before. You know the the pressure on on young kids, but then even I suppose fast forward to, to to the professional game, there was a there was a story that came out in the week, and I know he's a good friend of yours, uh, Chris Chris Kirkland um who came out and 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 did an article i think it was with henry winter in the times where he spoke about um his problems with addiction to painkillers to get him through games i think he suffered with long standing back issues Mm -hmm. um the depressed he's he's obviously had uh, bouts of depression which he's he's struggled with and, and he was talking about how it impacted his life you know this mental side of the game you know whether it's in the 16s that you're going to speak to later, like Jimmy said, they're young kids who, you know, are, are the pressure is being piled on them from an early age. But then right through to the to the senior game, there's so many stories now about the mental side of the game, and it seems like, and, and you spoke at length, particularly people coming out of the game post football career. There's a big gap there in terms of the support networks for the players.
1: Yeah, look, the players today, have, it's it's better. It's not where it should be. You know, it, nowhere near that of where it should be. You know my thoughts on the PFA. I think they're completely and utterly useless. They are. I've dealt with them quite a few times. Um, I think I was listening to Chris Kirkland and I read his interview, you know, and he was open and honest about a lot of stuff, which he's done outstanding to come out because if it feels like a weight's lifted off his shoulders. Um, I'm going to meet up with him next week, actually. But he went to the PFA and got told that they would be able to sort them out for them in the next three months. Well, that's too late. If you'd wait for the PFA, you might not have been here. And so he turned we, to them in his... He turned his... to them. And this, this for no, me is where... Yeah, they, I can't... I'm literally, I've literally got a major issue with the PFA. They're not the Pref, Professional Footballers Association. They're just... They're a money-making association, what's there for themselves and what they can get out of it. That's all they are. And I'll go against anyone with that. Um, how can someone turn to your... Union, supposedly, and say, look, I'm in serious trouble here. I need your help to get told, yeah, look, we can get you in here in three months. Uh, Let us know. Three months? (laughs) He's there now on his hands and knees. He's come to you as a last resort. How can you turn him away? So, but I think there's more help now. Not from the PFA, by the way, I'll add that. I think there's more help for the players nowadays at the clubs. You know, Jack's got... uh, and useless with titles, but there's a lad called Jack there who goes away with the uh, scholars. that are away in St. Andrews now on pre-season, and they've got this, like he's like a liaison officer, and, you know, check out the on that's it, the, the, right wealth, there, the wealth, yeah. yeah. And the lads, he he's he done the induction right there, and the lads love him. He's a proper, proper character. He looks like James Corden. He acts like James Corden. He, the lads are, Jack's always like, I'm like, where are you, mate? So I'm going to get my air Jack's taking me, and he, he, he bonds with the lads and fetches and carries them he's also the support network for Jack now and all of them scholars is is there with them 24 7 basically so there's a lot more but that's that's from the clubs nothing to do mm. with the PFA so but going back to when my day it was kind of, you know when I've struggled, we've we've done a podcast about my struggles Jamie I speak to a lot of players who have played with and you know a hell of a lot you know I've got 20 30 players and the problem what you have is you come out the game and then that's it there's no like one you're a footballer you're in training you're the life and soul of the party you're doing what you do you're playing games and the next day you're sat at home and you're like "What now? You what's think, next there's nothing the
2: there the pfa's issue is that um that they think that because footballers make decent money that you know they they should be able to sort it themselves. Like they should do it on. Do you think that could be, especially like someone like Chris Kirkland, because he's one of the more high profile players, isn't he? You know, he's played, you know, umpteenth Premier League games. And I don't know what his financial situation is. And I don't particularly want to know, but do you think they think, oh, you know, he can go and sort it himself. Do you think that could come into effect into it? Tank
1: or P- not? personally, I just I don't even think that that should be even in the thought. Process. I'm not saying it, it no, should. No, I don't be. mean you. I don't mean you, but the PFA. I don't even no, mean I that know. To I'm be not a saying it process. should be or it is.
2: I'm saying, do you think it could be a, a, a reason around it, or do you just think they're just negligent?
1: I think they're unbelievably negligent. I've struggled with my knee. I had about eleven major surgeries throughout my playing career, and I emailed the PFA. Five of them with the teeth, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I I emailed the PFA because you get you know I paid a fortune into the PFA over my playing career. You know they get percentage of your uh, your, your fees what you get sold for, and I just emailed them. I spoke to my next plane. He said go and get your knees done with the PFA. He said you've got like a fund there. You get such yeah. as X amount. So I emailed them, uh, and I remember the exact date. I emailed him on the April, and I got an email back in the December. I might as well have just chopped my leg off by then waiting for them. Yeah. So it's just—I just think that. Listen, I, I'm not a fan of them. I don't think they—they're they're not a players' union. They're not a players' union. You know, Gordon Taylor. Everybody knows about him—the most corrupt man ever. So, they uh, Well, I'll—I'll <laughs> I'll go on to say facts. No. <laughs> uh, for Allegedly the sake of, for sake of the Allegedly podcast, thanks, thank you, Thanks, man. I mean, ever's a shout, though. I mean, bloody hell! <laughs> no, he is. Listen, I put him up there, with,
2: like Donald Trump and all. Number <laughs> <him>. one, <laughs> Gordon Taylor. Number two, Putin. Number
0: three, Mussolini. <laughs> he's well ahead of Putin.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there's the mean, title
0: for the podcast.
1: <laughs> <fucking> out! But <laughs> well, listen, you are going to do when the new guy come in, he's all singing and dancing, makes all of these promises. He's going to look into the Gordon Taylor regime as soon as he gets the job. Uh, that case is closed. Thank you very much much let's move on oh i'm gonna buy a painting the oh, worst union in the paint. world yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. where is union in the world
0: it's i'm gonna t- i'm gonna take a uh, a slight side yeah, step get off this <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks like you've been back on that palette yeah. peloton bike uh, uh, there once you started <laughs> no, talking no, about no. that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing, Jim, I suppose just to, to finish on the, the mental health side, because one thing I actually found was, was really refreshing, and, and I, I do agree with Tank, I think clubs are very uh, aware of it now. I know my nephew, who's, who's been at Liverpool's academy for, since the age of seven, uh, so he's been there a good few years now. There's so much done to support the kids. They're fantastic. It's it's, it's definitely um, at the forefront of, of a lot of these clubs' minds. Do you think the stigma is, is is ending a little bit, Jim? Do you think there's been a bit of a shift uh, in terms of just generally now um, men opening up if, if they're struggling? Because I know it was very high profile of the weekend. Paddy Pimlet, uh, after his, his UFC fight, put on a great performance and then used, I suppose, his moments in the spotlight to highlight that, that one of his mates had sadly taken his own life. And he used this opportunity, which I thought he should be commended for, to, to highlight the fact that, you know, men men need to talk more. Do you still think there is a big, massive stigma, or do you, do you see things yeah. improving slightly?
2: I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm, they're they're getting better, but I think at a snail's pace. I think it's going to be a generational thing. Where, you know, unfortunately for our generation, um, I'm hoping that the next generations in our kids will will be able to do so. But I think, you know, certainly by that next generation, because you know, you've still got you've still got the older generation. Uh, and I've witnessed it myself where they, you know, they're calling you fairies and they're calling, you know, get up, you fairy or whatever. I'm sorry for that
0: time I said that to you, Jay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just language used, isn't it? And don't be a big girl and all that sort of stuff that, you know, it's, it's, it's still frowned upon from my, I mean, I cry at movie. I cry at any movie and I'll happily, I'll happily admit to that. And I'm, I, I, I can be very emotional. Um
0: comes to being and, a parent, that because you does, used to be you does. used to be a bit of a, a, a swinging a swing brick heart, didn't well, you? Was, over the years, and then
2: that was because I was you know, I, I bottled it all up. It was just because you didn't want to be that person to, to bring everyone else down. Um so I think the stigma is changing, but I think the the cogs have changed, turn slowly, and things like this. So I'm hoping that you know our generation can teach our kids to talk around their feelings um and and you know if you want to cry have a cry if, if you're struggling let me know and we'll, we can talk around it and, and what uh and what happens next but gone are the days where it's you know man up don't be don't be a big girl get on with it sort of stuff um from our from our point of views hopefully anyway but the issue you've got is and again it reverts back to football it's it's Lower to middle England, isn't it? That's the thing where a lot that will just keep churning, churning, churning. So it it needs a big shift in in I think, well government shift, isn't it? And and more, especially within high schools as well. I think you know I I've got a, my wife's a teacher, so I know I know how much they struggle with kids of certain. Uh, areas and and mental health problems and the stories you get told are are frightening. You won't want to hear
0: them. So education yeah, starts at home, basically.
2: It does at home as well, but they, you know, it's schools and the government needs to put something within schools where they, pro- you know, a welfare officer at school will probably be. And this is where I hear you talking around football clubs. Football clubs haven't done. I don't think they've done that off their own back. I think they've done it because they've seen that it needs to be done saying you take love island for instance you know before people started um committing suicide off it they you know that the well-being of their um cast no, didn't
0: give a bollocks did they? they didn't give a shit.
2: didn't no. give a no. no. where's now and, it, and you often see it around you know uh the LBGQT plus months and, and whatnot people put memes up of companies like pretending that they give a shit about you know that community and then the month after that, it's it's gone again. So I think a lot of that is around looking to be doing stuff as opposed to actually doing stuff, so...
0: Don't uh, we have to tread carefully because we're on the, the grounds of the woke community I, here and I can see tanks like tanks waiting mm-hmm. for his moment. <laughs> the world, the world is, is ever so woke these days. It, Tank? So anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up a less divisive topic, which is you two have been nitpicking all week about <laughs> this one. <laughs> and that's Jesse Lingard's new contract at uh, Nottingham Forest. Uh, Tank, before I, I bring Jimmy in on this one, because uh, I know you two have, have had different opinions, and I'm not going to sit on the fence either. I'll, I'll give my two pence worth when it's when it's needed. What was your reaction to what is a, a fantastic contract for him? You know, on the face of it, it's a it's an England international that, that has been signed by a promoted club. Um, you know, it's it, all, all positives. You would think for for Forest.
1: I've just never seen a player. You know get this much attention to signing for the club it's just totally bizarre and all did you see i mean that buffoon the tweeted about i found out i don't even know who he is he's just like some donut who's just speaking about football and nothing but he's, he's a west ham fan by the way so it just like sounds like he was pissed off live on talk sport that jesse lingard went to Forest rather than west ham now everyone's going on about that he's gone to where he's gone to Forest for money how has he if anything, he's made himself more unsecure by signing for Forrest. Because if he goes to West Ham, he gets a two or three-year contract. There might be a 10 grand a week difference, but he's got a two or three-year security sat behind him. No one's ever thought about the fact that Jesse Lingard is a is a northern boy and doesn't want to move to London. His family's based in London. Uh, sorry, in the in the north. So I had the chance to go to London and turned it down because I'm a northern lad. So Forrest was as far away as I wanted to go. So no one thinks about that. No one thinks about the fact that Jesse Lingard has just had one of the biggest nightmares of a season at Man United. By the way, he should have played a lot more than what he should. You know, he, he was given no chances. No one knows where Jesse Lingard as ed, ed was at that stage, where he's like, no matter what I do, I can't play. So does anyone actually think about that? He went and he went and met the North Forest manager, who uh, everything what I hear about him is he's unbelievable. He texts the players after games, how are you, checking in Sunday, how are you feeling? You know. So he might have sat down with Jesse Lingo, just might have, put his arm around him and just went, I think I can make you the player you was two or three years ago. Here's what I've got for you, and I think you can give me this. We're a project, an exciting project, with a young team, we're signing young, hungry players, and you could be the pinnacle of that team. Would that not make any player feel 10 foot tall? He's mm-hmm. probably walked out of that room after seeing the Forest manager going "fuck me," that you know, he's a bit of me. And he's a bit of me. This is a club that will sell out every week. The fans will be the fans will be with you week in week out. We we sold all of our players in the Premier League when we Forest, and the, the club this the first time the club's been back. We struggled that season; we got relegated. The fans were with us every single game. They sold out home. They sold out away. So Jesse Lingard's going to a club with a young, hungry squad. Massive talent. He's got a, one of the best managers in England, by the way. The job that he'd done at Forest last season was phenomenal. And he's gone there and he's got a one-year contract. If anything, Jesse Lingard's got more to lose in this deal than what Nottingham Forest have, So he's going to be the big player of a manager who's going to love and put his arm around and make him feel 10 feet tall. And he's got 120 grand a week, which is just the average wage not back in the Premier League, is it not?
0: And and would you say, and Jim, I'll come to you on this one because yeah. you—we
1: actually
2: know that it's 120 grand, though. Is that is that the actual figure? Because you know it's been yes. banded around 120, yes, 180.
1: Yeah, that's the figure.
0: Yeah, I thought I'd seen 200 somewhere. I'd yeah.
1: seen 180 somewhere. Because TalkSport announced it was 200. If you go back to TalkSport's tweets last week when he signed, it started off 200, 180, 160, 140, 120. They're the biggest comical outfit that's, uh, that's on social media. With some, Listen, they've got some good um, good people on it. The girl, Faye, I can't think of a second name. I tweeted about it. Yesterday. She actually come out and she, she's the most sensible the person. Yeah, it is, yeah. she come out, and what she spoke about was like, this This is a great move for Forrest and for Lingard. And mm. she just explained her thoughts. Where well, you've got a donut who's saying it's the end of his career. He, he's disrespected him. He's, he's going to be hated at West Ham. And West Ham, he's, he's cancelled the chance of getting silverware at West Ham. When are they in for silverware?
0: I suppose as well, you, you look at this, and Jim, I'll come to you uh, on for your thoughts on it. I suppose he's got the security, but it's it's look, it's perception. It's however you want to read the situation. You could, off the back of what Tank said there, look at this and go. The manager's also said to him, give me a year, Jesse, give me a year. And if it goes tits up and we go back down, then look, you, you, there'll be some, I assume, some type of clause or something in
1: there somewhere where he'll be able to go on to, to a Premier League club. Um, no, Jim, he's that- only signed a one-year contract. Just this is wait. my point. This is my point. It's not. It's not. This isn't a secure deal for Jesse Lingard. This mm. isn't a financial security. This is a one-year deal. He could have went to West Ham on a three-year deal. Mm. So we, the kids, took a massive chance as well. In my opinion, he could have sat there at West Ham on ninety grand a week, given the three-year deal, given that all of his, you know, what, what is it? He does that, is it or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. There you go. That so he could there have done go, that yeah. for three years, but he's not. He's gone on a one-year contract. So, he's got it all to prove. He needs to he needs to deliver to get a new club if Forrest go down next season. Jim. I see you. He's Disagree. smiling. <laughs> Disagree,
2: Matt. I mean, no. The first part of you, you, you what you were saying was, was absolutely spot on. I'm sure the manager's had a massive impact in this. And I'm sure that Jesse Lingard does feel 10-foot tall when he's standing on his new bank account. But after, have
0: you re- have you written that down and rehearsed that line? That was I, I all thought right of then. it when Tag was saying it. I thought
2: well, <laughs> that would sound good. But my, as I've said to you, my only issue with this is, and it's not that he's chosen Knots Forest, and it's not that he's don't you know, say Notts Forest, mate. We we'll lose listeners. But, well, that's what well, Jesse Lingard said exactly. The same. Nottingham Forest. This. Jesse Lingard called him not <laughs> Forest. I saw, I saw the uh, the article. So Nottingham Forest. So he's choosing Nottingham Forest. Uh, I've got no issues with that. What my issue is, if I'm a Nottingham Forest player, right, and we're in the shit come January. Now, this is a high possibility that they could be in the shit in January. Lingard's on 120 grand plus incentives, right? So let's push it up to 180. Um,
1: And he you knows can't he just, you can't just push it up 60 grand a week. You uh, can't. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, experience bonuses. Okay. Listen, the contract. If he, if, if. If he stays in the league with Forest, the whole contract is worth 8 million. million right? The whole contract's worth 8
2: million. Even at 120 grand, if I'm on 50 grand, right, and I've got a three-year contract, I'm running my balls off because I want to send a Premier League. Now, Jesse Lingard come January. The only issue I've got is if Forrester are proper in the shit, is he the player who knows he's on a one-year contract that he's going to dig in deep and put in that You know, backs to the wall performance. Because you know, I I, you can't you can't say I I would say nine people out of ten would say no, he's not that kind of player. Now I can't say whether he is or he isn't because he's played for Man United and he's played for West Ham and he's you know he's he's done fairly okay. But there's a reason why he's not played more for United. Now, at that end of that year, Jesse Lingard, 30 years old, if you think another Premier League player team isn't going to come and swoop him up then You've got, he's not, risking not nothing having. it's win-win oh, you,
1: you can't say he's risking nothing
2: it's win-win not. it's win-win for Lingard because if he if he goes to Forest for and does well he'll get another contract or if he goes to Forest and does well someone else Who's will sign gonna him, him higher Who's gonna if he him? goes to Forrest and doesn't do well he will definitely Mario Balotelli is the worst you know he's the worst attitude in the world he's had about 85 clubs and he's a multi-millionaire if you think parts someone parts isn't weekend, gonna sign in, Jesse Lingard in League come, Nine. <laughs> if you're saying someone isn't gonna sign Jesse Lingard, come a Brentford, a, a Fulham if they stay up. If you think they're not gonna offer Jesse Lingard a decent contract at the end of this year if Forest go down. So
1: will we have the same rigmarole What we've got now when he signs for Fulham? Say, no, because I think please.
2: the next one. I think the next one. He
1: it picks, won't be 120 he,
2: grand. He won't be 120. Well, but he'll be on 80. Got, it's
1: amazing, isn't it? So he's agreeing what I'm saying. He's got to. He's got to prove he it. He's got to do it to get the move.
2: This but move. I think the point is, he's, he's eight tank, million he's quid still... in the bank tank. He's eight million quid in the bank. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't need to then go this and he what, earn he, another eight million. Jimmy, he wasn't on peanuts at Man United, mate. No, I know. And that's my he's point. On, and that's he's still on good my money at United. That is still my
1: point. Dude. So you're talking about players. Say, for instance, there's players who are only on, only on 50 grand a week of Forrest now he has got five-year deals, four-year deals. Yeah? Yeah. He's got a one-year deal. So they've got the security of that nice four-year cushion. So but I bet are we not, not going to speak about them?
2: I bet there's a relegation uh, reduction clause in that.
1: But well, it in will in be with Jesse because 'cause he'd be earning nothing after that because no,
2: If you again if you're telling if you're trying to say, I'll have a bet now, if Forrest go down and Jesse Lingard leaves, I bet you now he will sign for another Premier League club. Probably on about
1: thirty grand a week. He could be he could, it. be, he could be, sat at West Ham. He could be sat at West Ham. grand a week next year, mate.
2: Never mind. Limo. Better get them <laughs> agents. Better get them, <laughs> up, get them
1: agents. I just think the whole situation around it—it's actually—it's comical. The lad's gone. You know, if you went and signed for Fulham, would 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 be having this? Yeah, it's just if ridiculous. It the same
2: contract? Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's not a big contract in Premier League now.
2: It's, it's not for a newly promoted team on a one year contract. It's it's a big,
1: spent over a hundred million in the transfer market as well. People are forgetting this. I think it's, pr- it's probably out. it's it seems Jesse to be
2: all he's going to be doing is coming dance, you know, he's going to be bloody dabbing in the changing rooms, giving it all, giving it all this while everyone else is bloody. No, nah, mate, he's not. Absolutely Jim, do you know what that-
0: I find hilarious, right? I shared dressing rooms with you, right? And you were the dabber in the dressing room. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and that's why I know he won't put it in.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Because <laughs> exactly, I didn't, didn't
2: put it in, because that's not that's not my personality, and it's not his. It just won't be. So when backs against the wall, he will not. Do, he will be the. He'll be Forest's Paul Pogba. Now everyone was saying Pogba United was just he didn't he didn't put in the shift he needed to put in. He was on three hundred. I guarantee. Well, I don't guarantee because I hope they do well. But if if they're struggling, I bet you'll be having this conversation about Jesse Lingard.
0: It's. Do you know what? I think back to last week's episode when you two agreed on stuff and how (laughs) uh, how calm and nice. Look at fast forward a week; it didn't last
1: long, lads. I just honestly just find that the whole thing around him—he's a good sign. Let's just take all. I think no. I I
2: agree. I I agree with that point. I do agree with that point. I think he is a good signing, and I think he's a good signing if they're doing okay. I think if it goes tits up, that's it.
1: Football, that's it. But it can go tits up anywhere.
2: But if you know, let's say you sign Declan Rice, for instance, right? And I know you're not comparing apples with apples, but Declan Rice is in that team and they're struggling. You know he's gonna, you know he's gonna be putting a graft
1: in. See, I don't, I've never watched the Man United team, even when they've been struggling, and thought that Jesse Lingard doesn't give two fucks. I've watched them. He's not played. Ball, <laughs> ball, he has played. He's played a lot of games. and We went to West Ham, and let's get it right. He ripped um, it up at West Ham. He was good at West Ham. He scored nine Premier League goals in six. Why?
2: He should have. He should have left after that. He should have left, and he. We should, and then we'd be having a different conversation.
0: So to to wrap this one up, because we've we've got to do our predictions, right? I'll give my two pence worth. So you two are on opposite ends of the the bookshelf. It's fair to say.
2: I just, you know, I think my point is very valid.
0: Well, that's usually how having your own point of view works. I have made a very People good point valid there, and the best. <laughs> and yeah. But uh, no, I I am kind of in the middle. Here we go, fucking pen sitter. But um, I actually rate Jesse Lingard. I actually think he's a great player on his day. Uh, I think, given the right platform, I think he I think he he's done great for England. Um, I actually do think he works hard. Um, I think he'll. I think that's one of the things you can guarantee that he'll he'll put a shift in. I think for me, the perce- again, it comes to perception. The challenge is it's the structure of the deal. So these one-year deals on that type of money, I, I, I get what Jimmy's saying. There will be spotlight in it because, A, it's Jesse Lingard and he just seems to carry a little bit of extra weight or attention like the Pogbas of the world. It, it just does. He's, he's a character. And for some reason, people don't like overt characters. I don't know. It carries that that extra attention. I think what will happen... If Forrest is struggling, it it just it's an easy spotlight to to put on him, um, and that's not his fault. It's not, and his that's fault. not it's not his fault. It's not Forrest's fault. I actually think, all in all, I think it's a pretty good deal for Forrest. They've got themselves an international footballer who um, is, is going to come and work his nuts off. I think he's got the quality, and hopefully, he's got the type of, of personality and ability that will raise others around him. I just think there is always <laughs> going to be that easy. Stone to throw, come February when the chips are down. So, it'll be interesting to, to to see how it pans out. So now, the
2: question I asked Tank last time was if he Tank was in that dressing room you're bottom of the league come January, and Jesse Lingard's dancing around doing his J Ling sign. Are you going to be happy, <laughs> you personally, Tank?
0: If he was in your dressing
2: if room, if he
1: was in that dressing room, if he was in my dressing room, and uh, He's putting a shift in, and he's doing what he That's does. What he to he in. You in. If you're bottom of the league, he's, he's dancing around, doing around doing that, I mean, let, let's get it right. He's not going to be doing all that, is he? He's United,
0: not United. United, you know.
1: United's been bottom of the league, and he was getting treated like a fucking United. You, United.
2: But my question still, just just humour me and say he's doing TikToks in the changing rooms. You're bottom of the league, right? Are you going to stand for that as a player?
1: No, you wouldn't stand for that as a player. But I, I th- what I think you're missing out is is that Forrest will finish mid-table next season. Per- right, so predictions. Prediction.
0: Perfect segue, Tank. I like thanks. it. Hold hold that thought. You see, you see the way I did that, lads. Uh it was I, thought into, I did that. It was good, Look at that. Yeah, thanks for that one, Thanks. So predictions, right? Um so yeah, in true Monday Night Football style, uh, we've all pulled together our, our predictions. We'll we'll see how this flows, right? Um, obviously, we're the the topics that we're going to go through. So we're going to do champions, top four, so top four, top six, relegation, overachievers, underachievers, top scorer. Young talent and one to watch. I'm trying to decide the best way of doing this, but maybe we'll just we'll, we'll all go through them together, right? So, yes, yeah, you never uh, said relegation in the agenda. You sent, yeah. it. did it? Did I not? No, I know. Well, if you two had actually paid attention to the WhatsApp group underneath the uh well, screenshots right. I sent you, I said uh, relegation too, did I not? Okay. Anyway, done it quickly, anyway. I know, yeah, it's not... Yeah, it, it's wasn't, wasn't, it, it really wasn't for me, to be honest. Um, okay, so I'm going to come to you first, Tank, for champions and reasons for champions. I reckon I can predict this one. City. <laughs> oh, wasn't shitty. expecting that, mate. Fair play to it. Go on, reasons.
1: I just think... It... We've been talking about how good the Now, I, I have spoken a podcast where I said that the way City play will have to be adjusted because they've had that six, if you like, front six, and the rotation and the movement is like, you know, sometimes you're watching, it's, you can't play against it, you can't stop it, mm-hmm. the, the the rotation between Fold and De Bruyne, Silva, whether it be as a Steele and the Jays, usually whatever it is, it's just the rotation's incredible. I just think the signing of Haaland is... I just think that could be the... You know, you're seeing him the other day. How many goals did we used to talk... We've spoken on this podcast yeah. going back a long time ago, Jamie, where you just used to say the ball across and it used to be Sterling or, yeah, or Sané, the back post-tapping. And yeah. I just think Haaland's he's just going to be... He scored one the other day, did against Munich? And you're like, yeah. how many of them is he going to get this season? Without, I, ge- them, I
0: genuinely think we'll see that goal, like oh. that exact goal yeah. about... 30 he's
1: had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. For so, me... I just think I look at the play they, they've lost Sterling I think Sterling's a huge loss for them and I've spoke about this podcast with uh, Grealish Grealish won't score 10 Premier League goals next season he never has done not no change there and they've lost 20 goals plus with Sterling but I just think they probably added 30 50. goals with Star <laughs> yeah. with, uh, with Harland Jim
2: two words City Harland that's it that's all you need yeah. to know as, as tanks he's, said, a, he's they... the missing piece I don't think he's a missing piece. I just think he's that good. that He'll just fit into that team so well. And that, as soon as I saw that goal against Bayern, I was like, yeah, yeah. here we go. This is it. This is number one of 80 for this season. And don't forget, he'll do that for other players as well. So it's not just like he's going to be stood there. He will provide for other players. So I just think I think they're just going to be too strong. I think Haaland's just a little bit more rounded and more... Um, Adapt to the Premier League than Nunes will this season. I think next season will be different.
0: So I'm um, going to just throw a quick uh, reverse at you. What happens if Haaland's injured? Good question. Well,
1: it's not what. revert it. back when? It's yeah. when it's, he, he will miss. He'll miss 15 games this season.
0: So you think City have got uh, a, I with, mean, with the loss uh, of some of the players? Do you think? And potentially that, Bernardo I'll... Silva could be going as well.
2: I don't think Bernardo Silva goes. Um, I think you'll see a lot of the Alvarez this season. He looks yeah. sharp in training for what I've seen. It's not like they've not got a bad front six to to rotate of Mares, De Bruyne, Stur- um, Grealish, Haaland, Alvarez, Bernardo just, Silva. Just,
1: just to interrupt you there, Jimmy, I've seen so, uh, uh, a thing before, I forgot, to, I forgot to send it to you in a WhatsApp group, about City getting linked with Sané, bringing Sané back.
2: Really. Really? Well, there's talk around him signing that Cucurella still. And he, he plays as a sort of wing-back forward player as well, isn't he, from Brighton. He's decent. So, whether he comes in and fills in for uh, Zinchenko... Or oh, but could play yeah. a bit further forward as well, or move Cancelo further forward. I mean, he's not bad. He's, not, he's so. got the number seven <laughs> shirt now as
0: well, which would suggest. That yeah, they so got he's plans a for bad
2: player. So right. it's not. I mean, I don't think it is, it's it's going to miss too much of Haaland's. And don't get me wrong, it's a big miss because it's Haaland, but.
0: I'll be honest. I, I was delighted when Sané left City. I thought he was brilliant. Oh, was, he used to terrorise us. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't be delighted with him coming back. Um, for for what it's worth, you won't be surprised. I'm saying Liverpool. Um, <laughs> that would be a big surprise for you, Jim. Um, what, what? Me reason? That and room, I, I actually. One? Do you know what? And I, I'm trying to be as honest as possible here. There's nothing between the teams really. Like we're having this conversation, and I agree with everything that you've just said. And, and I think that easily everything that you've just said could come true. And City could win the league by three points, one point, 10. It, it just it, it could easily happen. The only glimmer of hope, because there's the two, two teams are so good. The one thing I'm thinking in my head is I just feel like Liverpool won't prioritize for competitions anymore. I think Klopp did that last season and for all that it brought us, it probably tr- it weighed heavy on on the legs of the players come the, the business end of the season. I think Klopp is going to go absolutely all out for the Premier League and the Champions League. And look, don't get me wrong, we'll still have a very good squad to, to, to look at the domestic cups. But I just think Klopp Klopp wants that league title in the Champions League, and I think I think we've seen it before. Was it the season when we just missed out on the Premier League? We come back and we're like rabid dogs the 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 season after. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go Liverpool. I'm gonna go Liverpool, but as I said, it could quite easily be City. They're two brilliant teams. And um, Jimmy, top yes. four. Well, top. We'll do top six, and I'll be honest. Before you give me uh, your answers, I found this really difficult. I struggled no. on this.
2: Now I, I thought it was a piece of piss this. Did you? Did you yeah. <laughs> so I've got City, <laughs> Liverpool, top two. Yeah. Now, I've been only an R in between third and fourth, and then obviously fifth and sixth. So I've put Chelsea third, but I'm reluctant around it because I don't. <sighs>
0: did you?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and this old come Tommy's
0: back. having a whinge, lads. Not. It's not all good. It's, it's no, like and this
2: is the thing. I mean, they've made some great signings. But they've also lost, you know, Rudiger, Christensen. and this is this is why I think third and fourth could 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 split. Um, gone fourth, Spurs because I think they've got a great team, and I think Conte will have them whipped up um, into into a decent outfit. The only thing I worry about them is is lack of depth. So um, although they've made some decent signings, fifth I've gone to Arsenal. I think they've spent some decent money, and you know, got a half-decent backbone in, especially Jesus coming in and and um, getting in to, to, to score goals. And then from a six, I've threw the curveball out there. I've got Newcastle.
0: Fucking hell, lad. You so, don't you think don't United, be, you, so, United are not going to be in the top six? I don't think so, no. I don't I think it's... Have
1: steps. Newcastle signed a player? Yeah.
2: Signed they signed a player? They... They've got the shoring up the defence, aren't they? Got that Sven Botman yeah they've signed them yeah true, yeah, they've signed, him. and I still think they'll they'll they'll, they'll do, do more business, but I think, I think they will do better, yeah. I think they'll do more, and I think and and this is this is more of a I don't want to say the same top six as everyone else <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to I genuinely think they'll I just hope they do well. I've got family in Newcastle, so I just hope they do well, and I think it they could be a and I didn't want to put them as my overachievers, given that they've got billions behind them, so.
0: And, uh, do you know what in the in the lead up to this show friend of the show Graham Murphy was uh, was fuming he's, he's away on holiday at the moment uh, so I hope you're having a good holiday mate but uh, he was saying that me and Tank were never going to put Man United in the top four and then here's Jimmy not putting them in the top <laughs> six you haven't even got to me and Tank yet Tank who's oh. your top six
1: <laughs> City obviously you've just spoke before I agree with you there's, not, uh, there's nothing between Liverpool and City um, and I just think if FSG would have had a set of bollocks and backed them and got the midfield players in what was needed it would have been Liverpool but we haven't Um so Liverpool third and I think that these are going to push Liverpool and City quite away is Spurs he's got his own weight. Uh Conte rightly so he's a top manager he's finally got Spurs to dip a few quid dip the hands in the pocket and spend a few quid He's running the bollocks off them the pre season. That'd be a different Spurs team. They they will go toe to toe fitness wise with Liverpool and City. Um for me, they've got two of the best centre forwards in world football or front men in Song and Kane. Um they're all They, they will, yeah, no. <laughs> no. they playing them centre half, mate. He blocks he blocks <laughs> right. shit. Yeah, he blocked, yeah. <laughs> so I think Spurs third, fourth, Arsenal. I think he's there were signs we spoke last year there were signs that Arsenal in certain games you were like "Oof!" and then they've got something games they dipped away I think they were still a younger squad I I read an article on that edu today and it was it was quite refreshing he was like we knew we were going to suffer a bit of pain we had players here on big money with bad attitudes no resale value. yeah and he was like We've had to bite the bullet. We've had to pay them a lot of money to get out the club, but we've done that. And I just think, and they're not finished by the sounds of it. I don't think they finished the transfer business. Yeah, he said two more Arteta ones. Yeah, yeah, so I think, I think they'll. Uh, for me, I think Arsenal are guaranteed top four. Ooh. Ooh, geez, um, big word. Fifth, fifth is Chelsea, um I was actually going to go for them lower. I know they've signed. Barley, whatever his name is, but
0: he did well there, mate. Did, yeah, that's yeah, right.
1: Yeah. He's been practicing. He, <laughs> look, if they signed him three years ago, four years ago, I'd be like, "That's a great signing, like a real great signing." That he's thirty-two, is he? Um, Thirty-one. Thirty-one. I was reading about Benitez. I read an article on Benitez. Said, "Look, he's a great defender." He says he has major, major lapses in concentration every single game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've got him and Silva who's, mm. you know, he, he, it's another season, another year gone by. He's an old, you know, he's old for the Premier League and it's not just the fact that they've lost Rudiger and Christie's new. I like Christian as well. Alonso wants to leave. Uh, the the Is it Aspilicueta, the captain, wants to leave. So you, I just think that they've decimated the back four and they've got rid of La but still haven't solved that problem of the goal scorer. So, yet yeah, they've got Sterling and he will score goals but so I'm going to go for them, and Van is a great player. <laughs> and sixth, I threw a care ball in the sixth. And I've Don't gone you for, say Forest? No, no, no. <laughs> <I wasn't, laughs> go I've, gone for, I've gone for the care ball. Wolves. Oh no, they wolves. were awful last year. No, no, they wasn't. They started. They, were... they started awful you have a look at the run what they had later on in the season and I think the manager was getting this philosophy of how we plays Wolves I'm telling you they'd be a little surprise package this Mm -hmm. season I nearly nearly put them nearly put them fifth but I just don't know I'll go sixth so hold on no Man
0: United for either of you in the top six
1: just let me throw one back at you then Jamie Frankie
2: Frankie De Jong's taking a 50% (laughs) pay but not to come (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> he's actually
1: give 21 million away so they don't want 21 million I don't want to go there I don't want to go there so, Jamie just let me let me throw one at you then go on what have United done business wise to make you think oh, god yeah they're, they're miles better than last season
0: I don't think I don't look really they need to do business don't get me wrong they need to do business I'm not saying that they they still need a centre mid I feel like they've needed one for the last 15 years they, they just don't seem to want to buy one Um. I think they've got a manager who I, I actually have been quite impressed with him, to be honest. I do actually think he's he's the type of manager that they need. Yeah. He's clearly got a, a way that he wants them to play. Um, he's he's not pulling punches. You see him rip it out of David De Gea for just aimlessly hoofing the ball up the pitch. There will be short-term pain, as there always is, with, with you know new managers bringing in their, their own ideas. I actually think the, the squad that Manchester United have have painfully underachieved. So whilst I think to bridge the gap to the top teams, they absolutely have to buy players. I actually, to to get where Man United have to get to, and at the moment, United fans won't want to hear this, that's top four. It's not challenging for the title. I think Manchester United have the squad to challenge for top four at the moment, and they now have a manager who can... Develop players because I think that's what they've missed in the players that they, the managers they've had recently. They haven't had somebody who will actually develop and improve players, and I think Ten Hag will do that with Manchester with Manchester United and the squad they have. So for me, I, I think it's the manager effect. He will. He will improve the players that he has. I think he's he's obviously brought in Martinez, who who will improve defensively. Man United looked to shambles. Um I can and, improve
2: Man United defensively now.
0: That's that's what I mean, and, and I think it'll be a new lease of life for the for the front three. Um, I think you've seen it already in in preseason, and I I wrote something for our blog there about Cristiano Ronaldo will be a blessing in disguise if he if he leaves Manchester United. They'll have three dynamic forwards who will press the life out of teams, and we've said it before, Tank. You know, Rashford can close the distance quickly. He, you know when he's confident. I know Jimmy's shaking his head here but you know, Rashford, uh, Sancho, Martial—that's a decent goals. front three. That's a decent front three, though, in terms of how Fantastic. he wants them to play. In terms of how he wants them to play. Paper, so it's a
2: great front three.
0: Um, it's but a shame anyway, not on paper. Uh, so you sound like a I, Love I just, Island there, Jim? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My on paper,
1: pay. I just think you can't polish your teeth, mate.
0: Yeah, it's it, look, it's it's gonna it's gonna take a while. Don't get me wrong. I just think I, I think he will make them better. How how He'll much better?
2: better I don't think it'll happen this season. He can't. No. I don't think he no. do. I just really well I I think it you... steps up, and they're just so far behind in travelers And as you said, they've underachieved. But you get used to underachieving, don't you?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I just think what Jimmy's just said there. You look at like they, they're not getting to Liverpool and City, they're just not, they're nowhere near that. No matter what he comes in or who they bring in, I don't think they can get to Liverpool City's level this season, regardless who they bring in. They could bring oh, no, I'd, I'd agree, with it, but it's players. a building blocks thing, and this is it is. But the reason I put them where to put them, which I think they'll finish about I think they will finish seventh or eighth, is Spurs have, Spurs have done good business, Arsenal's done good business, Chelsea. They have done business. I don't think Chelsea have finished. I think that's each fatter's his me out to get the owner to go out and sign. I think Chelsea will sign three or four more players. Mm. But United, I'm, know. Look, I'm I'm looking at that who's signed the from Ajax and I just, and I, I might be wrong here. I think he's just going out and signing players. He's worked with. who know his philosophy. I don't think he's going out there and saying Martinez is one of the best centre centre halves in world football. I think it's more of a thought process. As he knows how I want to play, so we can implement yeah. it on the pitch for me.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I agree for for um mine i had obviously city second i i agree with you completely on spurs tank i think they're going to be um i think they will be a proper outfit i think they'll change from containing teams so if you remember how they played yeah. in, against liverpool it was very much look these are this is what i've got at the moment so this is the way we've got to play i think you'll see a different spurs this season and they'll kick on again so i i, I think they'll be comfortably third um and then with i had a team of uh, like three so Arsenal Chelsea United in no particular order I actually think that you could swap and change them I actually think Arsenal have done good business and um, I think if I'm a betting man now Arsenal are going to be my uh, my team in fourth Um I actually think Chelsea fifth and United sixth but I, I think if if United can bring in some some more players and um, they get a little bit of the rub of the green they, they they could they could push for top four, but at the moment, yeah, I'm going City second, Spurs, Spurs third, Arsenal fourth, Chelsea fifth, and United sixth. Now, Jim, relegation. Yeah. It, yeah. I, this was not difficult for this me. This was not. I know, and
2: I just threw it out there quick. We not had time to think about this, but I've gone Fulham, Bournemouth. I'm oh, sorry to sorry, say,
0: sorry Sorry tank. Oh, are oh, you
2: going Everton? I'm going Everton. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I think they're in the shit. The big in the shit.
0: Yeah, I agree. Got L- no so listen, story. you've just
1: been telling me that Lingard's going to be giving it all of this and the relegation battle, but they're staying up. Come oh, on. Last day of the season. Last day of the season, Tank. Lingard.
0: Come on. Jay Lingard. Lingard. Lingard's not
2: even in the squad. Last game of the season. And uh yeah. Okay. But, uh, to... I think, yeah, I think Everton are big in trouble.
0: I, I worry more about just even hearing Lampard. Like I said it last season, Lampard is out of his depth there. It's it's, Everton, it's, Everton it's, fans, it's just
2: not what he's used to. He's not used to a relegation battle as a player. So why would he be used to it as a manager?
0: But, but Everton fans, they're like, oh, Frank understands us. No, let's get this right. He's just not Benitez. Anyone that's not Benitez was yeah. going to be better for, for Everton fans. And you've heard Lampard coming out now, to, ripping the players out of it. He's got this nasty habit of throwing people under the bus, Lampard. Um so yeah, I I, I don't You've think got they'll to get link relegated into the
2: Everton squad through the family, someone who who's been in and around the first team and he says Lampard only speaks to like three or four players. He's got the his boys. He likes. Yeah. Jose
0: was the same though, supposedly, at Chelsea, so he's probably mirrored got that got that from him. Tank, who's your who's your three?
1: I'm the same as Jimmy. I think Everton Everton led him for the shocking season. Think you think they'll get relegated, yeah? Everton will get relegated with Fulham and Bournemouth and with Jimmy I think Everton finished bottom, rock bottom of the league Oh Jesus Christ. and that's not that's not my Liverpool lad, and I just look I look at that squad
2: sold the best players and brought they
1: got, got rid of the best centre-half and Richarlison who blocks everything <laughs> no but you know let's get it right they have sold they've lost the best player in Richarlison and from what I'm hearing there's a few unhappy uh, Calvert-Lewin is looking to to get out and um,
2: Calvert-Lewin's
1: injured more than bloody I know, I know. everyone. Is. Injured. <laughs> I think he could end up at Newcastle. I think he, he's, he's desperate to get out and I think he'll end up at Newcastle this season, Calvert-Lewin. But I do think Everton's got huge problems. I'm with you with um, Lampard. I, right.
0: I, yeah, I, it's weird. I think Bournemouth will go, I think Fulham will go and I think it will be between Everton and Forest for the third one, sorry to say, a Tank. And I think what will swing it is I think Everton will sack Lampard early and I think they'll bring somebody in who'll, who'll be able to you know I'm not going to say Allardyce, Sam Allardyce but Allardyce, hey, you know the likes yeah. of a Dice a New Sean Dice for example you know if you yeah. brought in Sean Dice at Everton you know uh, uh, you know before Christmas because I honestly think Lampard could get sacked before Christmas uh, uh, you know what I mean and, and I think if they brought in a Sean Dice he'd keep them up but it'll be close for me between oh, the first before uh yeah i think it'd be close between them too. so uh in the essence of time lads because we've we're an hour in and uh i want to get to my final topic of the week because i want to get your opinion on it right so let's uh let's rattle through these right so overachievers jim i've got forest
2: i was I looking through do, and it's not do well and it's not so much because there's loads and now i'm thinking southampton villa but they're established premier league clubs now they should be up up there so you know i was looking at who and and forrester are the standout
1: candidates tank forrest i think for are going to have a very good season they're going to surprise a few the way is they the, play is there pressure ground. on
0: them tank with what they've spent
1: no i don't think there is i don't think there's pressure on him. i mean he's bought himself so much time hasn't he what, what you've got to look at uh, james they were bottom of the league when he took over yeah. bottom, bottom of the league in the league. october when he took over like and i'm not just talking bottom they were about four or five points from from safety and he's just rejuvenated the club it's a happy club it's smiling the fans i mean you know he gives it the clock thing at the end of the game again all the fans it's like i just think it'll be a difficult place to, look i'm not saying for the big boys your, your chelsea's your liverpools your cities spares you know then you'd expect them to go to the city ground but you know, it's going they'll to be a difficult a the place. They, they'll have a right go with the rest and they've got a young, hungry squad and they've just sprinkled a little bit of quality in Jesse. <laughs> uh, my overachievers are Brighton. And the reason I'm
0: saying yeah. Brighton is that they never... He, Graham Potter effect, like, I actually think he is outstanding. Um, yeah. They don't spend a huge amount of money and they just go under the radar because they're just a consistently good Premier League team. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Brighton. Underachievers, Jim. Everton, I think they're going to be awful. You the same, Tank?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that I think they're doomed. Honestly, at them.
0: Yeah, I I I would agree with you. And just for uh, I suppose a a little bit of a different answer as well. I I think Chelsea have the potential to. to I was going to be United,
2: but you
0: know. Yeah, I think putting them in eighth is probably enough uh, (laughs) enough damage for for today, Jim. Uh, Top scorer. I, I don't know I if we'll have Jeff much
2: disagreement here. Go on, Haaland. Thanks. No chance. I'm no, chance. No. Yeah, no. gotta be top
1: goal scorer. No chance. I'm gotta play salad. games to be top goal scorer. <laughs> don't get me wrong, you score goals but how can you how can you go in Salah he's averaging 31 goals a season since he's been you said play. he was in
2: decline not long ago
1: tank he? <laughs> <He's laughs> <He's constantly. sad. laughs> buddy hell Jimmy I, I I've never seen and someone change their mind
2: so quick
1: <laughs> I'm obsessed he's not his
2: in, de- in decline and now he's top goal scorer and Ballon d'Or winner
1: no 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 I said about When he may have a point but when he signed his new deal that point went away it's <laughs> a little I think he's a uh, sharp pre-season and... You know, how can you not put him in? He's, he's been there five seasons as he he's averaged 31 goals a season. It's a joke.
0: Yeah, the, the, on, on the Salah thing, I agree with Tank, right? I, I do think it will be Salah. And I think the difference, like Harlem will score so many goals. He could be getting threes and fours in games, but it's just, is he going to play consistently across the course of the season? Salah never misses games. And no, the one thing I would that. say, what one thing I would say about Salah, like Tank, I've been watching, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been watching a lot of the training footage. He seems like a, a, a a player reborn. The contract stuff is behind him. He's laughing and joking. He's honestly I, I seen a shooting drill the other day. It was like he, yeah. he's a joke. Like the guy is a joke. And um, so I I honestly think we're gonna see a special season from uh from Mo Salah. So yeah, I'm going there. we will going Mo Salah. Young talent, Jim.
2: Conor Gallagher. Hope he has a good season at Chelsea. I hope he gets some games. I thought he was unbelievable for Crystal Palace. I know he had that penalty miss the other day. You see that? It's a bad it one. Was bad. It was bad. But I think, I think if he gets games and he, he, he'll start playing for Chelsea and England. I think he'll be,
1: uh, I think he'll be, he'll be the one. Tank Cavallio, the young kid. I've been raving about him for a long time. Two years on here, um, and there's nothing to change my mind from what I've seen in pre-season. He's being a standout player. Um, I think he'll have a serious amount of games for us this season and contribution I
0: actually had Carvalho as well or, or Harvey Elliott because um, I, I you think what you see look outside of Liverpool lads know. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry but I just I'm be, I have to be honest I, I just think Harvey Elliott doesn't get spoken about enough pre-injury mm. he was Liverpool's best player It's uh, keeping your mate
1: off the team yeah he
0: was he's, he's keeping you know Tiago I mean? off the team he, and I met him yeah, he was. Uh, and, I, and I think you're looking at pre-season now as well. Supposedly, he's, he's been unbelievable. You've said it as well, Tank. There's yeah. stories that you've been hearing. He's been lighting up the place. So, him mm-hmm. and Carvalho. And I just think the story, the, the romance behind it, two, two mates growing up, played together for years, now at Liverpool. I don't know. I just think there's this clambering that Liverpool need centre mids and whilst I know what you're saying Tank, you could go out and get a Bellingham now or whatever it, it sounds like Liverpool are trying to work on a deal where uh, you know you sign a pre-contract and then he comes next year I actually don't think Liverpool will struggle as much in midfield this year because I actually think the likes of those two will come, uh, come in, I think Curtis Jones will kick on again this season, I actually think Liverpool are, are quite well stocked in that area and I'm excited to see particularly how those two youngsters do now uh, to finish lads one to watch Jim
2: I've gone for Sinistera for Leeds. I think he'll be their new Rafinha. Oh. From what I've seen in the Dutch league, he's quick, he's direct, he's um, you know, he's 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 very he's very much like Rafinha in in the aspects of what he's got now.
0: Did you Google uh, him, Jim?
2: No, no, no. I've got him on yeah. FIFA lad. Oh, have you? But Tag. no, I, I think I think he's a great player. And he's, he, like I said, he's... he's Stop he's,
1: throwing great player out, oh, Jimmy. Like, it's just <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> great players. Let, let's let like put into concept The great player is right. Mean, he's playing in the Premier League. He's a great player, He's a a world class You can't play. not
0: be a great player. No,
2: the
1: good players. These lads are good
0: right.
2: players. Yeah, he's a good yeah. player then. He's a good player then.
0: No, good player. Right. Okay. He's, good. He's, a, he's all right. Is Timo Werner still great though? He's, mate, Timo Werner's a baller. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Tag, who's yours?
1: Brennan Johnson, Forrest.
0: Yeah, you're a big fan, aren't you?
1: Yeah, the kid. Can be, I played with his own man and he's better than his own man already. Um, now, the kid, I think he's a bit similar to the lad who uh, Jimmy's just met, uh, been talking about. There, you know, Try the his name yeah, there, Try his name, try No, it. Barry. I just call him <laughs> Barry. But no, Brennan's. he's quick, he's direct. You know, I've seen him in a championship. He gets kicked, he back up, he's at you and he's just relentless, you know, and he can score goals and... I think he'll improve again with another season under his belt. I think he, he, he'll he have a good season for Forrest when Forrest finish comfortably mid-table this season.
0: My uh, my one to watch is not one that's overly exciting, but I just think he'll have a bloody good season and he's exactly what they did, is uh, Gabriel Jesus of, of Arsenal. I just think even pre-season just, just scores goals. Yeah. Scores goals. Uh, Pep made a comment the other day about his ability to defend from the front. Um, See,
2: uh, people do take into account blocks and tackles.
0: <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a theme between you two this season. We'll get back but, on Twitter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll have this on Twitter. Yeah, (laughs) all warriors
0: we are. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I I just think he's. I actually really raised him. I think he's a great finisher. Uh, A lot of the time he was playing out wide. I think as an out and out number nine. I think he's going to get a shed load of goals. And I think he could be a little hidden gem for the old fantasy football crew out there. I think he'll be one to rack up some numbers. His
2: goals to games better than Sterling, you know? Is he? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Pep Pep was a big fan. So uh, yeah, he's mine now, lads. I'm going to finish off on. so what turned out to be my win of the week, right? And it kind of then turned into my question of the week, right? Now, I bought. So luxury purchases, right, is is what I want to finish on. I've been on a bit of a health kick for the last few months, um, tra- training properly, trying to eat well, um, and seeing like everyone on Instagram, you know, these fitness influencers, and they're all cooking up this chicken in an air fryer, right. And I was like, I'll have to get one of them. It's meant to be healthier foods, meant to taste good, all that stuff. Lads, when I say that this product is changing my life, like I went downstairs and cooked my missus and her mum dinner just so I could use the air fryer again. Last night, we put a full chicken in the air fryer. And when I say like limited prep, I just put a bit of seasoning on it, whacked it in the air fryer, pressed one button. And in 15, 20 minutes, it was the nicest tasting chicken with no fat, no oils, nothing, super healthy. Supposedly, like, people are putting, like, anything in there, any, like, I'm supposedly not, anything kids they're, they're all just getting all <laughs> just getting it, in in there. Grass, <laughs> it
1: tastes
2: great but,
0: so honestly i put up a picture on instagram i turned into like a proper instagram wanker if i wasn't one already i was, I was like doing say, before, you mean, turned. <laughs> before and after uh, shots of my chicken but everyone was like you won't use your oven again so for i think it was 220 quid i paid that is my product that has been a game changer and i i actually ordered an amazon Cookbook specific <laughs> for fucking air fryers before I'm that much of a goo. What, goon. what is like... it
2: though? How does like surely just chuck stuff in and press the button? Like, what
0: that's it, uh, that's all yeah. you do? I know.
2: But that's my point. What's, what's the cookbook tell you? Right, get a chicken, chuck it in, press on.
0: No, but it's like the prep of the chicken and all that, like breadcrumbs and all
2: that's all blood. about chuck some bloody. Don't be
1: ruining the air that. fryer now, Jim. Yeah. Let me. And, but, let... But Jamie, I, we on the air I've got, one. Have you got, got one. We got one. We've got one, and we actually uh, the missus the other day done. Um, this sounds like a bit of a kid, but she's done like chicken nuggets, and what she's done <laughs> is she's she done something. She got like these pop chips, yeah. like barbecue flavour pop chips crush them all and wrap them all around and I don't know what you know just stuck them see the, the coating anyway. this is what I mean That's the it. seasoning it's and she, key, yeah. just, she put some Cajun spice on and just threw them in the air fryer and like 15 minutes and these were the best nugget you'll ever have in your life and she she puts uh, chips and everything in them she's done a load of uh, potatoes yeah I've been Chopped told that through, the chips uh, taste like Mackey's oh, chips oh unreal unreal but yeah so I, that, I'm with you on that one mate we, we've got it downstairs The brilliant
0: what so so what about you two then, lads? What's been your luxury purchase that has been a game changer, Jim?
2: I wouldn't say it's luxury, I wouldn't say it's luxury, but what I'm big on is smart plugs. So Alexa <laughs> runs my house. So um I have smart plugs on all the lamps, I have smart plugs on my kettle. So well, I You sit. don't
0: press your kettle on yourself.
2: No, well I have to because it's not but it's not a smart kettle. What I have to do is turn the plug off.
1: So what you do is, so what he does, Jamie, he says, "Alexa, put the kettle on." Then he gets up and puts the kettle no, on. No, no. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I would have to do. But what I do, it's more
2: for the morning. So at night, I put it down so it's switched on, but it's not on. And when I turn the plug on, it'll start boiling. So in the morning, you know, when I can't, can't be, you know, how playing,
0: ridiculous this sounds, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so this is my point. So like, I, I've got all that. I turn I can turn my lights on on, on and off from here, but it comes Christmas time. So when it comes to Christmas time, I've got, I have like, my house is like um, national lampoons. Lampoon with yeah, all the lights. yeah, like lit up everywhere. So they're all switched on via the uh, smart timers. They come on at five o'clock at night. They go off at midnight. They come on early in the morning for an hour so people can see them. It's just everything in my house is run by smart plugs. Smart Still,
0: you, for a, for another podcast, we're gonna to have to revisit that kettle thing because I'm, I'm Mate, not getting. I'm no. not getting that. It's
2: just in the you, morning, right? You wake up. You've got to get up
1: and switch that plug on at the. No, morning. no, no,
2: no, no. So Ele- what you do? In, no, no, oh, no. Alexa no. comes out of the machine and
1: switches no, it on. No, no, you're
2: not listening. So what you the plug <laughs> the, the kettle plug plugs into yeah. a plug, right? So you can switch that plug on with a with a touch of a button. So there's a little button on top. So you turn the plug off. It's so called
0: the. It's, it's called the switch, like
2: yeah. But the, All right, so it's plugged in, ready to go. You put the switch down on the kettle. It's not boiling, but it's down. So when hmm. I say, Alexa, turn the kettle on, it switches the smart plug on, so it starts to boil. So I don't have to wait downstairs with my willy hanging out while <laughs> I'm making the coffees. The kettle's boiled by the time I'm downstairs, ready to go. Okay, Less Alexa. time. Time management, smart.
0: <laughs> Tank, what about you?
1: Well, listen, mine's me mine's uh we sit on lawnmower, mate. It's a luxury item, which... You yeah, know,
0: you're a big fan of that, aren't you? Oh,
1: uh, look, honestly, it's like, I'm a big kid for stupid stuff like this, but, you know, I just love it. And it's just me and Frankie go out two, three times a week. I've got the best lawn in the world <laughs> because it's like, that. should we go out? And I bought it in lockdown. And these, the garden's big and we've got the paddock at the back. And honestly, it's a backbreaker with the normal thing. Mm. So when COVID hit full effect, I was like, I can... I've just... I looked through and it was like, it was reduced from about three grand to 900 quid. And I was like, I have to get that. Yeah. You know, for 900 quid, I have to get it. And it's been the best thing I've ever bought. Just like. How sandwich. long does
0: it take you to do all the garden?
1: But the, the main, or, or the paddock. Do you mean the paddock? Oh, do mean, yeah. oh sorry there. Fucking Richie Richie. To do the main garden. It's like, it's a good half hour on it. You know, sitting yeah. on the tractor like, but it's just fucking—it's brilliant. He loves it. He's driving it, and I'm just like sat there on my phone messing about while he's driving it. It's, it's slave labor, really, for Frankie. But <laughs> yeah. I've got him, him attracted to do it.
2: Yeah, I right, love lad, one of them.
0: I would. You're you you're a stripe. You're into your real grass as well. I actually shout yeah. out to uh, to. I have to say, some of the chat that we've had this week on on the social media has been great. Off the back of our man jobs episode last week, and uh, I've learned from from Tom. And uh and Murph that they hoover their yeah, fake the grass. Astro-turf, I didn't yeah. I didn't know that yeah. was a thing, so that's one I'm yeah. gonna be testing out. Hoover the grass.
2: And you yeah. can get like a brush that makes it all nice and fluffy again. Yeah. I do have a uh, bit of astroturf.
0: Uh lads, before we finish, any final thoughts to leave us on, Jim?
2: Yeah. Don't ban heading, ban penalties in kids' games, because it's ten times worse for me than it is them heading the ball
0: why what happened
2: penalty shootout on sunday in the tournament mate it was horrible eight-year-olds did, year you, old's did mate he score hit. no he missed oh. Oh. he missed his first one but he went back round again because the other lad missed so he took the next one and scored Ugh, to be yeah. fair he hit it top bins and hit the stanchion and bounced out yeah it was horrible, oh. yeah, a
1: yeah, horrible it's horrible situation what Band about you tank
0: any any final thoughts
1: no nope. And enjoyed it again enjoyed it again lads
0: Right. With that, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, for watching. If you could, as always, leave us a review, a rating, uh, and if you could, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That would be very much appreciated and help us spread the word of the podcast ahead of the new season. As always, uh, I just mentioned it there. Keep your feedback coming. We're really enjoying getting involved on stuff on social media. Um, so, yeah, let us, uh, let us know your thoughts on this episode, and if you wouldn't mind, share it with one of your mates. So, with that, I hope you all... Enjoy the rest of your week. Look after yourselves, and we will be back with you again next week on the Boot Room Podcast. All Cheers, the best,
2: boys. Cheers, lads. Cheers,